You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. South Africa could soon have a new gender-neutral parental leave policy. A case against the Minister of Employment and Labour recently heard at the Gauteng High Court which is seeking a gender-neutral parental policy that enable all employees to take parental leave, regardless of their gender. This after a father was reportedly denied maternity leave by his employer, who said that maternity leave protection only applied to women who had given birth. Current laws entitle birthing parents to at least four consecutive months' maternity leave, while the fathers are entitled to 10 days of parental leave. The court will soon hand down judgment on the matter. For more on this, we joined on the line by Nkosanati Tema, an associate attorney at Weber Wenzel. A very good morning to you and welcome. Um, good morning, Elvis, and good morning to the listeners. Mr. Tema, just explain to us what is a gender-neutral parental leave policy and, and what do current South African laws say about who is entitled to maternity leave? Um, so, Elvis, you correctly captured it when you said currently... Um, maternity leave, um, which is catered for in Section 25 of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act, grants up to four months consecutive leave to birthing parents. Now, what we've asked the court to do is to read in a gender-neutral um, gender neutral language into Section 25, and that would give a choice um, to both co-parents to choose between themselves as to how they divide that four months amongst themselves. A simple example of this is that the birthing parents could decide to take two months of that maternity of that four months, and then the other co-parents could choose to take the other two months, and thereby ensuring that both parents are at home during those early crucial stages of a child's life. So, was the employer's decision to refuse the father maternity leave on the basis that he was not the biological mother of the child justified, or did the refusal constitute unfair discrimination based on gender? So, the employer's actions in this particular instance is not in question. What is in question is the language used in the Basic Conditions of Employment Act. The employer and their leave policy were simply based on what is provided for in the Basic Conditions of Employment Act. And that's what we've asked the court to look into. And we've specifically crafted the relief we seek from the courts in such a way that the courts will not be legislating on behalf of parliament. So once the court has read in the constitutionally compliant choice option, then it will be up to parliament to put in place mechanisms to regulate how that would operate um, in, in, in real-life scenarios. Now, the challenge now becomes how to decide who is the primary caregiver in a society where the family structures are changing and the roles of parents have veered away from the old-fashioned breadwinner-homemaker model. Would this new policy, if approved by the courts, force the employees to remove all gender identifications from their respective leave policies? 
So Elvis, I must correct that just just a bit. Um, we have not asked the court to pronounce a policy. Um, if the court were to do that, they'd really be encroaching onto the domain of parliament. Mm. Parliament will pronounce on the policy when the time comes. What we've asked the court to do is to read into the into the um, section 25 um, constitutional compliance language that recognizes um, one that fathers should also have um, the opportunity to be present in a child's life during those early um, years of um, the child's life, but also um, to read in, into the provision language that will afford um, both co-parents a choice as to how they split um, that maternity, that parental leave. Um, amongst themselves. As to how that will operate, the mechanisms, that will be decided by Parliament. That is a policy-laden um, 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 decision, and Parliament has to follow its processes um, through NEDLEC and other structures, but the court can guide them. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've asked the court to do, to guide Parliament. Ngosenati Tema, thank you so much for your time. An Associate Attorney at Weber Wenzel. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.